So hey there and welcome to episode 111, 111 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica and today we're going to talk all about how to move through resistance with kindness. So stay tuned. Hi and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. So hello there, friends. How are you doing? It is episode 111 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. And what I thought we could talk about today is moving through resistance with kindness. Resistance is something that we all come up against when we're trying to do something that is perhaps different to what we've done in the past, more than what we've done in the past, um, or you know, something that we used to do that we've stopped doing or something new that we're trying to do. And one of the examples that we could use for this is, you know, say I want to to move more. That seems like a useful um, (laughs) thing to use as an example, given the topic of this podcast. Um, Or it might be that we decide we want to meditate more often or um, anything else. The same kind of ideas are going to apply. And what I want to preface this whole conversation with is a recognition of the fact that resistance is normal. I think sometimes we think that motivation should be able to carry us through, and it just doesn't. That's just not true. Resistance is a reality for everyone. It's that feeling of like, oh, I know I said I'd do it, but I don't really feel like it now. Or, oh, suddenly this feels too hard. Or even, I've run out of time. All of those things are ways of being in resistance to what it is we either said we wanted to do or think we should be doing. And so, one of the, and so I want to make it really clear that resistance itself isn't a problem. Resistance is really normal. Our human brains want things to stay the same because the same is predictable and easy and efficient. So anytime we're trying to do something new, it takes effort. That effort, though, does not have to feel like punishment. And this is what I really want to talk about today, because the line between moving through resistance with kindness and using punishment to get us there is a very, very fine one. So how do we do it with kindness? The other thing that I'll preface this by saying is that moving through resistance often is the kindest thing we can do. So let's use this movement example. If we have decided that, hey, I want to do more yoga, let's just use yoga as an example. I want to do more yoga because I want to feel calmer and I want to feel more comfortable in my body. The reality is that at some point we're going to not feel like doing that. We're going to be like, nah, nah, I think I'd rather just stay on the couch or um, wherever else we might be. I just kind of don't feel like it. This has been me this whole past fortnight where I'm like, 
don't feel like I actually haven't really felt like doing much of anything. Um, and you know, we've been in another lockdown here in Melbourne and there's been lots going on and it's sort of like, okay, fair enough. But often moving through resistance will be the kindest thing we can do because it's on the other side of that resistance. It's doing the thing that we, you know, think is going to lead us to how we want to feel. That is where, you know, we get to experience the outcome of what it is that we said we desired in the first place. And one thing that's really interesting is that sometimes our resistance will literally just be something that we have to find a way to move beyond with kindness because the kindest thing is moving beyond the resistance. But there will be times where the resistance itself is a sign to listen to and a, a really clear indication that, you know what, maybe not today. And part of the skill, I suppose, in this whole process is learning to differentiate between them. That comes with time. And is a constant thing that we can explore. It's not like suddenly we're just like, yeah, I know exactly how to read this. We just take it moment by moment, time by time. But let's get into the meat of this. So how do we move through resistance with kindness? Because the same kind of moving through can feel very pushy and very punishing if we don't do it in a kind way. So there's like nuance to the just do it kind of saying, right? So part of it is, you know, you just have to do it anyway, even though you don't feel like it, get up and and do it. But how do we do that without making ourselves feel like crap? So I did a post about this on Instagram and I'm actually just going to refer to those slides for a moment because um, I listed some of the ways that moving through resistance in a punishing way might look versus some of the ways that we can move through resistance with more kindness. And I think it's worth going through those punishing ways. I think the punishing ways are most of our defaults. Um, It's absolutely my default and it's absolutely been the way that I used to operate 100% of the time. And it's taken some effort um, to, to flip that. So, you know, moving through resistance, I'm a really bad person if I don't just do it. Um, This one's so common. We, for some reason, have decided that virtue is tied up in how we choose to move, what we choose to do, and how we choose to eat. Um, And you know what? Whether you get on your yoga mat today or not really doesn't say anything about, you know, your worth as a human. So we, we really need to get out of that cycle of telling ourselves that we're bad and using it as motivation to do something that we're ultimately doing to be kind to ourselves. So that is a punishing way of moving through resistance, making yourself feel, feel guilty or you know using shame to kind of spur you along. Forcing yourself to do it when you're f- truly feeling terrible is also a way of being punishing. So this is what we just talked about a moment ago. There's a difference between resistance that we we can move through towards something that feels kind versus resistance that really actually is more of a knowing of like, no, not today. Forcing ourselves in a punishing way is just not um, going to lead us to how we want to feel in the first place. Forcing yourself to move through pain is a punishing way of moving through resistance as well. So that might be physical pain, it might be emotional pain, forcing yourself to move through pain is always a no. 
we can move through discomfort because to be sure resistance is uncomfortable, but there's a very clear difference between discomfort and pain. Um, Side note, I don't think as humans we're particularly good at being uncomfortable. I can speak for myself with absolute certainty there. Um, but it doesn't take much to you know, look around the world at the moment and realize that we are really uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and we will do a lot of really crazy, random, wild things to avoid that discomfort. Um, so moving through discomfort is okay. Moving through pain, not so much. Um, And then the final one that I've got there is forcing yourself to do it all, even if you feel like you're suffering. Suffering is a really important word in that sentence, because like we're not going to force ourselves to move through pain, we do not have to suffer when we are working through resistance. And part of this comes down to that all or nothing mindset, which we've talked about so many times. It doesn't have to be all to be valid or to be worth it. So those are all the ways that it might be punishing to move through resistance. And I mean, I don't know, as even as I talk about them, I can feel my myself kind of like recoil and feel kind of some sort of like yuckiness around that. So you can almost tell just, just listening to that, thinking about it, that, yeah, like that doesn't feel great. If I'm trying to move towards something that supports me to feel well, I don't want to do that through a lens that is kind of like beating myself over the head with a stick to get there. It is counterproductive. So a kinder way of moving through resistance might look like reminding yourself of how you want to feel. Usually when we've set out to do something like more yoga, meditating more often, eating well, whatever the thing might be, um, maybe it's... um, you know, you just want to go for a walk every day. That's my non-negotiable is a walk every day. Um, Even then though, sometimes I don't do it. Side note. Um, But the reason that we, we've decided we want to do that thing is because we think it's going to make us feel something Um, calmer, more capable, stronger, whatever. So remind yourself of what those things are. Why did you want to do it in the first place? I'm going to bet money on the fact that it wasn't, you didn't put it on your list of things to do as another way to punish yourself and make yourself feel bad. That wasn't your goal. So what was it that you wanted to feel? Remind yourself of that. Do you still want to feel that way? And in this moment, is doing the thing going to support you in that? Is getting on your yoga mat going to support you to feel how you think you'd like to feel? And if the answer is no, then don't do it, right? You're like, do I want to feel like that right now? No. Or do I want to feel like that right now, but I actually don't think that that getting on the yoga mat is going to support that? Then don't do it. Choose not to work through resistance and don't do it. But if you still want that feeling, then move in that direction. Move towards how it is that you want to feel. Um, As a direct kind of uh, flip of the coin from the previous list, reminding yourself that your worth and virtue are not wrapped up in your decision to do the thing or not do the thing. Choosing not to do it does not make you a bad person. Choosing to do it doesn't make you a good person. You are already a worthy human. So don't get confused, you know, about how what you decide to do next um, impacts that because it doesn't. You're worthy regardless. So just kind of like starting to 
extract yourself from that belief that you will be good or bad based on your decision. Then committing to doing just like five minutes, maybe even two, five might even feel like too much. Committing to doing just two minutes and then checking back in with how you feel. Maybe you do two minutes and you're like, actually, you know what? That resistance was a knowing that today is not, I just, I no, not today. Or maybe you do the two minutes and you're like, oh yeah, this is how I wanted to feel. And I'm a hundred percent moving in that direction. More please. And we use the way that we feel and the way that we're responding to that to check in. The the kind of like footnote to that though, is that if we are going to commit to doing just the two minutes or the five minutes and then check back in, we have to recognize that the two minutes or five minutes is enough, right? So we don't use it as a trick, even though it kind of is sometimes a way of then opening the door to more. It's not only worth it, right? If it opens the door to more, it is still worthy on its own. So if after that two or five minutes, you're like, no, I'm done make that okay. Realize that that is enough and and move on. Um, It's always about, you know, it's almost just about getting in underneath all of this stuff and being like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I was doing that. Right. Um, So it's, it's knowing that something is enough. It doesn't have to be the whole 60 minutes or the whole class or every single pose or, you know, what it looked like yesterday. Let it meet you where you are and let it be enough. Some days that's going to mean that you do more. Some days that's going to mean that you do less. Some days that's going to mean that you do nothing. All of those things are fine, but keep, you know, checking back in with how you feel, how you want to feel, and what is going to move you in that direction. All right. So I think that a huge part of this whole moving through resistance with kindness is coming back to what we talked about a little earlier is that we, we chose to do, we chose to make that goal, right? Whether it's more yoga or whatever for a reason. And then for some reason, we just put it on our list, you know, this, this pretend list that we hold in our head of all the things we think we should do in a day. And instead of continually coming back for like, why was I going to do this thing? We just get fixated on the, the fact that, we should, because now it's on a list. And so the goal, I think, in moving through resistance with kindness is to pull ourselves out from all of those shoulds, pull ourselves out from that all or nothing thinking that so many of us get stuck in and remind ourselves of how we want to feel. The thing with that, though, is that it does take effort. And sometimes I think we can confuse the need for effort with punishment thinking that, hang on, it should be easy if it's worth it. And that's just not true. We have to recognize that human brains behave in a very predictable way in so many ways, in that if we're trying something new, it isn't going to be without resistance. Sometimes I think we set these goals for ourselves and we're surprised every time we feel resistance, like, oh, hang on, where did that motivation go? Where Really, when you take a step back, you realize that that's really normal. That happens all the time. So we have to have better reasons than just, you know, I said I was going to do it and now I'm going to rely on motivation. It just doesn't really work. So almost like like we we could almost just quit being surprised by how human we are (laughs) and work with what we know about what that means. Make it easier for yourself, but know that it's not going to be easy, right? It requires some effort. 
Um, and requiring effort is not the same as punishing ourselves. They are very different, but sometimes the line is a thin one. Choose your self-talk. That's where the difference sits, I think, is in how we choose to talk to ourselves about what we choose to do or not do. Leave the punishment to one side. I think the other thing to recognize there is that sometimes the punishing stuff, that negative stuff, that all or nothing thinking, that shooting on ourselves, because that is something that is fairly ingrained in a lot of us, it happens before we even have a chance to kind of like think otherwise. But we do get the opportunity to choose again. Just because the thought is there doesn't mean that it's true, doesn't mean that you have to buy into it, and doesn't mean that you can't choose to replace it with something else. So as an example, um, I mentioned that these last couple of weeks I've really not felt like doing anything. There have been plenty of days where I've actually just given in to that resistance and I haven't done anything. What I haven't done, though, is made that mean anything about me as a person. I, I will not let that mean that I'm a bad person or a lazy person or that my goals are, you know, never going to be met or whatever, any of those things. Does that mean that those thoughts have never cropped up? Of course not. There've been times where I've heard myself say, oh my God, you, you know, you, you're, you're terrible. You didn't show up at all last week. And I hear it or see it or however you kind of engage with your own thoughts. And I go, yeah, but that's not actually true. No, I'm not. I'm choosing not to believe that. I'm choosing to recognize that at this point, these last two weeks have been challenging on lots of levels. And I chose, consciously chose what to do in the face of that. And that's fine, right? Um, I, I 100% use those, those tools of like just showing up for small bites of time. That's my go-to. Um, so yesterday, for instance, I like to lift weights and I hadn't done any for, I don't know, probably a good week. And of course the thought pops up of like, oh my God, that's so bad. It's been a whole week, blah, 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 yuck, 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 like just, uh, and then, um, I thought, oh, you know, I really want to feel strong. That's, that's why I do weights. I want to feel strong. And I want to feel strong right now. I want to feel strong in this moment. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and do five minutes. And I think I did just do five minutes and that was enough. And it's the same thing. I didn't say, oh, well, yeah, good on you. You showed up, but it was only five minutes. You could have done better. No, good on me. I showed up for five minutes. I've moved my body in a way that felt good in response to how I felt and how I wanted to feel. And then I moved on. So I think that, you know, hopefully these tools for moving through resistance with kindness are helpful. Um, like I sort of mentioned at the start, it doesn't mean that we go from, you know, our way of doing things now to sort of just magically feeling like this is easy. Um, but it doesn't, but it is worth it, right? Like all good things that require a little bit of effort. Um, don't get confused by effort or, or sort of don't get effort and, and punishment confused. They're not the same thing. Effort can be punishing, but we get to choose and we get to choose um, how we're going to talk to ourselves in that process. So shall I do a quick recap? We won't recap the punishing ways. Let's just recap the kind ways of moving through resistance. I'm going to do it not too, too in depth. So reminding yourself of how you want to feel. Will what you want to do or what you've said you want to do support you in feeling that way? 
Remind yourself that your worth and virtue are not wrapped up in your decision to do the thing or not do the thing. Commit to doing just two or five minutes and then check back in with how you want to feel. If at that point you walk away, that is perfect. If at that point you do more, that is also perfect. Both are great. And know that something is enough. It doesn't have to be the whole class or 30 minutes or 60 minutes or done in your yoga gear or whatever else to count. It all counts. Let that be enough. All right, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that that is useful. Come on over to Instagram and let me know because I do love to hear from you. And I will be back next week to chat with you again. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I hope you loved it. And if you did, maybe share it with a friend who would love it too. And I'd also be so grateful if you'd take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. It makes such a difference to get that feedback. And if you're over on social media, why not come and find me? You'll find me at Erica Web Yoga on both Instagram and Facebook. And over on my website, you'll find access to some free resources, including free classes that will help you to move well, feel well, and most importantly, move with kindness. Over there, you'll also find more information about joining me inside the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, which is my home of kind movement, yoga, Pilates, and somatics to help you move well, feel well, and all with kindness. Until next time, I hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.